0: to God. Thank you, Lord. Friday night. Anybody used to do different things than they're doing now on Friday night? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Glory to God. We won't even talk about it, right? We're all doing, look what we're doing now. Look at us now. We are shining. Huh? Good, good things. Glory to God. Well, open your Bibles to uh, Mark 11. You know, I was, uh, I, I, I look at things and then I try to think about how I see them. And there's so many times in the Word where the where the word that's actually there gets boggled in our mind. You know, we, we like we and we're going to look at the word tonight. Believing, you know, believing in the human mind is not what believing is in the Bible. Believing in the human mind, I mean, the world says they're believing things all the time. They say, I'll believe you as soon as you show me. Or, I believe that's true. Do you know that I believe that's true really is another way to say I really don't know? Right? (laughs) Right? When, When we're talking about the Word, we should say, I believe that's truth. Not, not. I believe. I wish that was true. I sure hope that's true. Uh, I'd sure like it to be true, but it, because it's true, Amen. And, and the things the, the things of God have got to be that real to us, and they've got to become that strong to us for us to stand on them, Amen, Amen. and to stand in them, because they are they are truth that would make us free. But but we have to trust. In His Word, we have to trust that what He says is truth. Just like these verses, I'll just put them up. Mark 11, Mark, starting 22, Mark 11, 22. We've, we've all read these, right? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're never going to exhaust any of the Bible. And, and I know that in faith circles, we've tried to exhaust this, and, and we cannot. Amen. And, and, of course, we know the, the precursor to this story. Jesus walks out. He couldn't get fruit. trees. he said, no man eat fruit of you again forever, and they walked away. They walked away. They come back the next day, and the disciples are like, wow. You know, normally Jesus wasn't surprised because he believed, right? But people that believe aren't surprised. Like, like when you get healed, when, when you be healed, it should not surprise you. Because that's who you are, right? It shouldn't surprise us when healing happens in our body because that's who we are. Healing should be an operation in our bodies all the time, right? Because that's what the Word of God does. It's life to those who find it and health to all your flesh. If you've got the Word of God operating within you, you've got healing operating you all the time, right? And so they were surprised, Jesus wasn't, and when they said, well, they said, look at that, and he said, he stopped, he said, Jesus answered, and he said unto them, try faith in God. No. no, oh, he didn't say try it? Because that seems like what we do a lot of times, and that's what we hear, right? Too many times we hear, try faith in God, and we try it. Well, I'm going to say to the mountain, and then I'm going to see what happens, do you know that won't work because you got no Scripture to base it on? Amen? But, but too many times in my life, I won't even talk about you guys, too many times in my life I thought, oh, that seems good. I'm going to try it. It's like we're on the buffet line. Anyway, that, that seems good. I don't know if I want to try I'm going to try it. We don't need to try the truth. It's been tried, and it's truth. Amen? What we've got to come to is a place where we're unmovable to the truth, where, where nothing will move us away from it. Because that, that's what's happening when we, say, when we read this and it says, have faith in God, and we see it as, yeah, okay, I'm going to try that. You don't try to have faith in God. When you were saved, you weren't trying to be saved. Right? When you came forward, you didn't say, Lord, I'm going to try this salvation thing. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm going to try. No, you came and said, "Lord, I'm a mess. Please take over." Which is one of the word. That's one of the things that believe means: commit, trust to, put trust with. What did you do when you got saved? You put your trust with Him. You put your trust in Him. You committed your trust to Him. Why? Because He's trustworthy. Amen. And, and, and when we begin to trust Him, we begin to see things happen in our own life. What happens when you're born again? You're, you see changes. Why? Because you're born again. And, and, and your faith in that action brings a change in your life. Right. Your faith in the action of asking for healing should bring a change in your life. The same change that was up here is the same change. Right? Healing and salvation... Or the very same word. So they should, they should have that change in our life. But we have to be immovable. If you question God after you believed, which you didn't believe, right? The question was already there. See what I'm saying? In other words, you didn't come up with that question after you believed and it didn't work. Because if you believed, it worked. Right? So the question was already there. In other words, you only trusted him so far. That, that, you know, I, I just, I don't understand enough about this. I, I, how in the world can you move a mountain? Well, he didn't ask you to figure it out. He said, if you'll say unto the mountain. He said, Jesus answered and said, have faith in God. Verse 23. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, he's got a specific mountain in mind, right? So he's, you know, because you got people that do this too. Well, if I've got faith, I'm just going to believe in a million dollars. That's not this mountain. Right? You're, you're you're believing beyond your mountain. You you can't do that. And and you, and, if, and if you do have faith, you'll get a million dollars, right? More than likely, you can't ride that bike. (laughs) Right? But but verily I'd say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and here's the key, and shall not doubt in his heart. Doubt is a question. Doubt is a hesitation. Doubt, Doubt is a decision, do I believe this or not? The minute you say, do I believe this or not, you don't. You don't. And and I'm talking to me because we've all been there. We've all done it. We all all say, you know, and that's the other thing. Stubbornness is not conviction. just, Just because you want people to believe, you believe. No, I believe, I say it, I believe it, I believe it. You know, just your actions alone should tell you you're not in faith. Right? Because, first off, you were. You wouldn't have to say it. You think Jesus walked away from that tree going, no man eat fruit from you again forever. Boy, Lord, help me. No man eat fruit again of you forever. No man. No man. no. I'm speaking. No man eat fruit of you Because we do that. Yeah. We speak and we walk off and we, oh. Okay, now I'm in faith. Mm, now I'm in faith. What, what are you doing? That's staggering and wavering. That staggering and wavering... You know, a lot of people think this is wavering. This is not. Your feet didn't move. Right? Wavering, he describes it. He says it's like the, the, the waves of the sea that are tossed about. In other words, they go like this, and they go like this, and they're much like staggering. Right? You guys have probably never seen a drunk person, but they go like this, and they go like this, and their feet move everywhere. Why? Because they're staggering. They're, they are movable, not immovable. And that's why he, can, he, says, he said Abraham staggered not. In other words, his, and we know that he did this, and he did this because he had an Ishmael. Right? Right? And when, and when he was told he would be the father of many, he was way younger than when he did. Glad he didn't quit. Glad he and you know people say, well, he questioned God. There's a difference between, it says in here, don't doubt in your heart. Think about Zacharias and Mary. Zacharias asked a question that seemed very similar. How how can this be, Lord? Right? <laughs> yeah. How, I don't understand this. I'm old, my wife's old. Well what was the difference? He was doubting. Mary was asking a question. In other words, she was saying, how, how can this be? Not, not, I've not known a man. I guess the question would be, do I need to know a man? Yeah. Right? Because she wasn't doubting. She didn't have any doubt, because the minute he said, told her what was going to happen, Zacharias got to zip his lip for nine months. <laughs> right? Why? Because God can't have him say in that junk. Right? Because you do have to say, and if we say the wrong things, right? So he got to be quiet for nine months while Mary got to talk. And both things that God said happened. Why? Because God said them. Amen? And if we trust in what God says, they will come to pass. And that's what Jesus was saying. He said, have faith in God. If you have faith in God, you'll say and not doubt. If you have faith in God, you'll say and not doubt, but you'll believe and you'll have those things you believe. Amen. And and what's he saying? He said, you'll believe, you'll put trust in, you'll commit your trust to, you'll rely on, adhere to, you will, you will be immovable off of this truth. Amen. Because that, that's what he's looking to do. He's looking for people who will stand. No matter what happens, the wind can blow the, the, you know and, and, and it 's a decision because remember, Peter could have not looked at the wind and waves. we could have not looked at the wind and waves when we said we 're going to believe God and and we know that his truth is here and and then we looked to him, but then we had this this other view come into us this uh, this other option, and in these other options. We started listening, and and that's doubt, because what's the devil trying to get, what's his number one job, to get you to doubt what God said, right, that's what he got, that's what he did with Eve, he got, he got her to doubt, did he really say that, did did he really say that, And, and that's what he does when you see verses like that, it seems like a story, move a mountain, he made the mountain, he can move it. Do you realize how much bigger God is than a mountain? I mean, He is so much bigger than a mountain that it's crazy. But but the thing is, is that's God's faith. Amen? You're operating in your faith. You gotta trust God with the faith you got. Amen? Now, now don't get me wrong. People people say, oh, I just won't believe very big then. Always believe bigger than you think you can. Right? Always believe bigger. That's like lifting weights. If you always lift the same weight, you're never going to get anywhere, right? You got to add some every time. Add some to it. But but you still got to be where you're at, right? The mountain you got to move is to is to is to be moved the way God says move it. When Kim and we went to the doctor, and she said, they said you got cancer, breast cancer. We had we had to find out where we were. You know, because my immediate faith man reaction, we'll curse that in the name of Jesus. But you can say anything, but you got to know where your faith is. When you say it in faith, that's when it happens. Amen? So what i got to do is i got to trust God. i got to believe God. What we have to do together is we have to believe God. So we have to find out where our faith is. What can can we become unmovable on? Right? What can we stand on and not be moved? We can stand on a word from God. Amen? And we got that word, and we became unmovable. From the moment we got that word, I knew in my heart, and I know Kim did too, that, that we would go through this and we would be fine. And at the end of it, she'd come out entire and perfect wanting nothing. Amen? Amen. But but if you just go willy-nilly into say, well, the Word says I can say what I want and it'll be done unto me. That's not faith. Yes, it says that. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? you got people driving cars over their head trying to do things they can't do in the name of faith. Right? I did it. I'm in faith. I'm going to get this car. Well, sure, i have to get a line of credit to do it, but that's faith. No, that's not. I didn't have any faith. I had to work my buns off just to make that little bitty payment. Right? Why? Because I had no faith. God, there was no grace. There was no help. It was a big, fat Ishmael. Right? But I never quit God, and see that's the that's the other mistake people make. They think the minute they do make what if what if Abraham went after Ishmael? Oh, I'll never have a kid now. I've just made a mistake. I got an Ishmael. That's it for me. I guess God will have to find someone. What if Abraham would have done that? Get back where you were standing, and stand. Amen. Stand if you if you got off and you messed up. Stand ask for mercy, ask for forgiveness, and believe God. Right? right. Because the Word says that if we'll ask, He'll give it to us, right? Right. He's our advocate with the Father. But if we get off, we have to stay in that unmovable place. We have to stay no matter what's going on. Remember the words that He uses all through the Bible. All through the Bible. Look at... uh, Look at Psalm one twelve, verse six. I never knew how these are exactly going to go until I get up here, and God's so much better than I am. I'm glad I don't have to choreograph this. Thank you, Lord. This is taught. This 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 chapter is talking about a righteous man. Talks about wealth and riches being in his house in the verses above and. All the good things, and then it says, "Surely he shall not be moved." For how long? Forever. Forever. Now, don't let the devil move you by telling you you've been moved. Seriously, that's his number one thing. Oh, you moved, and you're still standing right here, but he tricked you. He, he is the biggest fat liar in the in the universe. He can't even open up his mouth without lying, which means whatever he said is not true, which means whatever was true is true. Amen? So, you know, anytime the devil starts talking in your ear, you can automatically say, that's a lie, right? And and, and because we don't have to trust the devil, We don't want to trust the devil. He's not doing anything for us. It says, Surely he shall not be moved for how long? Forever. A righteous man has the ability to stand, to be unmovable, to, to receive the things that God has for him, and, and, to, and to have them and enjoy them as a part of his life. That's what God designed for us. When he made but you're going to have to stand. You know, people just think they can just stand here and that's all that's going to happen. No, you're going to stand there and you're going to resist. You're going to resist the thoughts of quitting. You're going to resist the thoughts of questioning. You're going to resist the thoughts of, of of going a different direction, doing it a different way. Why? Because all those are going to come. Why? Because that's why he says resist the devil. He doesn't quit, and your flesh doesn't either. Right? First of all, our flesh likes an easier way. Right? Lord, i got to stand. Can I just go get it? and? and then get on to something else? He said, no, I want you to remain unmovable. What's he saying? I want you to always be unmovable. I want you to live a life of unmovableness. Why? Because somebody that won't be moved off of this word won't be moved off of this word. Somebody that will trust God here will trust God here. We had to trust God to hear from God on what to do. And then we had to trust that it was God. Right. How do you know it's God? Because He keeps them in perfect peace. Yeah. Whose mind is stayed. Here's another unmovable word. Yeah. Stayed on, me, on, on thee. So the minute we got our mind on that word, we got peace. Yes. We had peace. We knew. This was it. This was, this was the answer. God was good, taking us this direction. And this was faith. And just because we didn't want to necessarily do it that way doesn't make that faith. God knew where we were and we trusted Him. And now by doing it, we've grown to another level and and we're going to go further the next time. But that's where we were that day. Amen? And And that, that so many times is the spiritual pride that people get into that they won't say, God, where am I? Because if you just had that little hesitation, you'd know that's the time to ask. Right? That little hesitation. Because if the doctor had said that and immediately, we'd have thought, no, that's just not true. We'd have had perfect peace then, and we'd have went a different direction with it. That's not where when we got our peace. Amen? But what had to happen? We had to become unmovable on what he said. Amen? Whatever he said... We had to do it that way. What do you think that the guys thought that we filling the wine barrels with water? Right? <laughs> they're filling wine bar- bottles with, what? with water. They're just doing what they're told. Because that's what Mary said. Whatever he says, you do it. And they got wine. Why? Because whatever he says, do it. That's, that's how it's going to work. Amen? Not however however you want it, do it. No, that's not what God said. He didn't. Let's so go back to Psalm 112. These are the kind of words he uses, though, that, that he surely won't be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. In other words, we're always on God's mind. God's always thinking about you, always looking for you. Amen? Verse Verse 7. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. Why? His heart is fixed, steadfast. Our heart. When you have a steadfast heart, you're not staggering or wavering. You may be going, the wind may be blowing. We're like a tree, right? Trees trees blow. Amen. Yeah. You know we're compared, and we'll go there in a little bit. We're compared to trees planted by the river. Who? People who trust God. People who have faith in God. That's the ones who are like trees planted by the river. Amen? Amen. And if you think about, well, just think about this. How many, when they were showing the videos of Florida after the hurricane went through, saw all the palm trees still fairly well intact? Well, that's weird. Houses blown down, palm trees standing. Why? Because they're built to take it. Amen? That's crazy stuff. That's only stuff God can do. Amen? They're built to take it. How far did they bend? I don't know, but they stood back up. I'm not saying a few of them didn't fall, but most of them are standing with just a few of their limbs gone. Why? That's why they're, gro- that's why they grow there. You know what, you know what kills them? Cold. They can take a hurricane, but they can't take 32. Right? well, So what do they do? They, in- they adapted to their environment. They, they, they stood where they lived. Yes. Amen? So they stood where they are. So the cedars of Lebanon, we hear about them all the time, right? Cedars of Lebanon, they, they can adapt to cold or hot. Right? They, they, they are fairly wind resistant. They, they are snake repellent. Cedars of Lebanon are naturally snake repellent. They say if you want to take a really good nap under a good shade tree, a cedar of Lebanon is the place to do it. Why? Because no snakes are coming. Glory to God. Yeah. But, the, but see, the trees in our front yard, we live on a cliff pretty much. And, and I'd see the wind, you know, when the wind gets up and trees fall down and everything... Our trees don't. Not just because God helps us. Our trees are adapted to our property. We don't have trees that bush out. We have trees that grow tall and are thin. And all the leaves are at the top. That same tree planted somewhere else would grow bushy. It's not because of the type of tree it is. It adapted to its environment. It adapted to where it was. So that why? So that it could stay and stand. And so when the wind blows they 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 may do this they may do this but they don't lose their roots. Right? Now you can get some of those weeny trees, you know, there's there's like what is it the, the Bradford pear? Man, you just look at them and the limbs fall off. We had one in our yard. We had one in our yard and by the time we moved from that house it, it had like a stem sticking up because it only made it through two storms. Why it can't adapt? It can't overcome. Amen? It, it moved, if you will. And, and that's what we're looking... We're looking to become unmovable. When we're believing for healing in our body, we want to we search out the Scriptures and we want to know the truth. But if He says, go show yourself to the priest, we want to go show ourselves to the priest. Yes. Amen? Amen? That wasn't, you're healed. That was go show yourself to the priest. For all they knew, they were going to show themselves to the priest to find that, to be declared lepers. Because that's what he did. Right? We just read that in Leviticus, right? Whew, Leviticus. Lord helped us. Man, oh man. There's stuff going on there. And some of us you can look at and say, man, I really understand that. And the rest of you are like, hmm. <laughs> you could lie and say, oh, yeah, I understand it all. It's a reflection of the New Testament. <laughs> yes, it is. You're right, it is. And you heard that from somebody, and now we're repeating it. <laughs> That's why we have Brother Moore's <laughs> and teachers. And they say, and they open it up and they expound and we're like, oh, yeah. Uh huh. Glory to God. How do we get off on that? <laughs> he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. In other words, when, when, we're, when we're fixed, when we're stable, when we're, when we're steadfast in God then then anything that comes at us it may do this it may do this it may do this it may do this but we're not moving in other words you're not ever going to question god you're not ever going to quit god you may you may you may do you may make or say a wrong word you may do a wrong thing but you didn't quit and, and that's what you got to understand don't let the devil lie to you and tell you you quit when you didn't You may have gotten an Ishmael, but your Isaac's still out there. Don't quit. If you're believing for healing in your body, don't let the devil say, well, you did this, you did that. Oh, look what you did yesterday. You yelled at the car. You you, you looked at the dog wrong. How could you be healed ever? The devil's mean. He wants you to believe. He wants to oppose the Word of God. So what's he, he wants you to doubt that, first of all, God would do it. Second of all, that he'd do it for you. And third of all, that you ever deserved it in the first place. If he could, he'd talk you out of going to heaven. He'd say, you know what? You messed up so bad. There's really, why don't you just go out and party the rest of your life because you ain't making it? That's the devil. Not God. What's he saying? You already made it. I gave my son. The biggest price ever so that you could be my son Thank you. I, 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 I've brought you in I've, I've put you up I am your Lord, I am your God I'll never quit you don't ever quit me amen and stand and when the, de- the one thing you know for sure if the devil tells you you quit, you know it's a lie oh, that's right. That's right. and if you did withdraw <laughs> repent. And step back. Amen? amen. Believe for that healing. Believe for it with all your heart. Do not quit believing for it. Don't quit looking in the scriptures and gaining faith. Faith to receive. Remember what it says in the verse in 1124. It says, when you stand praying, believe you receive. What's, What's he saying for you to believe? He's saying, put your trust in the fact that you'll receive what you ask for. Commit to trust God that what He told you is true and stand. Amen? Amen? And if it doesn't come tomorrow, guess what? That's called waiting. What's it exercising? Patience. And if we'll exercise patience, we'll stand. Amen? We'll stand. We'll, we won't be moved. We won't be, we won't be uh, staggering. Right? It's like if the devil tries to hit you. Just bob and weave. Bob and weave. Right? He's getting old. He's probably pretty slow. Bob and weave. Right? And and he'd be going like this all around your head. And and you're getting stronger. And and all that time, your faith is growing and it's getting stronger. And And then God says, after you've suffered just a little, I'll establish you, settle you. Make you perfect. What's he saying? After, after you've stood, after you sta- stood and been, been become unmovable, I will settle you. I'll bring you to the place where you can't be moved. Amen. I'll plant you by the river. Look, look at Jeremiah 17. Woo! God's good to us, isn't he? Hmm. In Psalm 78, of course, it talks about the the children of israel when they went out their hearts were not steadfast for god and you know what he could do for them nothing why because they wavered They, they didn't they didn't just they didn't just bob and weave they they quit they walked over here they walked over here they they even went as far as to say we might as well serve we might as well serve pharaoh we were doing just we were doing better there than with god and people say, how could they say that? same way we say God, why? Yeah. It's the same question. It's the same question. God, I've been believing for this for 20 years. Why? You uh, 20 you're 20, if you had been believing for 20 years, it just went to naught. It went from twenty to zero in one question. Step back. Go back to twenty. Yes. Right? <laughs> get back, get back to your twenty still there. Get back in faith. Don't let the devil talk you out of your trust in God. God is faithful. You can trust him. Don't let him talk you out of it. What did I say to go, Jeremiah 17? I got it somewhere in my notes too. Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17. Of course, verse 5, I think, talks about cursed is the man that that trusts in man. And remember, if you're not trusting in God, you're trusting in man. Right? And even if you think you're trusting in God, but you're not, you're trusting in man. That's how Ishmael was born. Right? That's, every Ishmael in our lives was born when we trusted ourselves over God. Did you know that God never had an Ishmael? He made provision for all your Ishmaels, even our Ishmael dog. Man, that was a stupid dog. Whew. We loved it all of, all of its life. We knew. Why did we get that dog? We just wanted one. Wasn't time. <laughs> but your Isaac's still coming, right? Jeremiah 17, 7 says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Blessed is the man that trusts. That same word trust there, it means to put your trust in, to have confidence in. It, it literally is a, is a part of faith. It's believe in God. Blessed is the man who believes God. Amen? Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord, and the Lord is his hope. In other words, all his expectations, he's not looking. And see, that one of the words for faith, and I know we've talked about this before, but I find it interesting, it's Fidelity. Fidelity. And, and what's God saying? He's saying, I want to be the only one you seek. What's he saying? Don't move away from me. Don't look another way. Right? Don't, don't look at another option. Don't see another thing. Look to me. Amen. Faith is faithful. In other words, when we're in faith, we, we focus on what God said and our peace is right there. If we try to go away, you'll lose your peace. Amen? Amen? And, and and when you lose your, what, Peter lost his peace. He lost it to the point that he almost drowned. And he said, he's a wise man. Save me, Lord. When we lose our peace, what do you say? Save me, Lord. Have mercy on me, Lord. And you know what he did? He brought him right back up, walked him to the boat. So Peter walked on water even more than that. He just had hold of Jesus' arm. <laughs> right? He still walked. Sometimes we need to hold on to Jesus' arm. and Realize that our faith ain't going to get us there. He'll get us there. He's a good God. So, sometimes I just say, Lord, I don't know what to pray. I need mercy. Give me mercy, Lord. Give me mercy. And 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 His His mercy's everlasting. It endures forever. And and He's and He's not stingy with it. Amen. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is he shall be like a tree planted, rooted, and grounded, planted not not just not just sitting there. you know, give me that rose. this rose here would need a miracle to live again, right but see you've got a lot of people, and what they do is they, they they're, they're mo they 're mobile, so their rose goes with them, so they go down by the river. And they set their rose in the tree planted by the river. You know what that's not gonna do? Live. No root, no ground. It's not gonna live. Amen? You can't you can't just take it, you know the only way for this rose to ever live again is to bury it in the ground where the tree's buried. Why? Because then the seeds that are in it will grow. It's gonna have to be reborn. Amen? It's going to have to be reborn. And when we're reborn, God plants us like that. He puts us, and he says, you're like a tree. You trust me? You're like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. And and, and what's he saying about that tree? You're immovable. Why? Because you spread out your roots so greatly that nothing can move you. The biggest of winds won't move you. The, The heat, you don't even notice it. Why? Because you're looking to one source for your supply. The reason your leaves are green is because of that river and because I'm planted right by it. It's not a question question of whether or not you can get to the river. It's whether or not you're planted by it. Amen? What we need to do is we need to get to that place and we need to say, yeah, that's it, and plant yourself. Be rooted and grounded in the good things of God. Be rooted and grounded in His Word. Be rooted and grounded in what He has said to where you can't be, it, there won't be a question. When, when, you, when your mind questions, your heart will say no. Your heart won't let it happen. Your heart will, will say, no, this is true. This is what I believe. This is what I'm staying with. This is what I'll have. And you don't move, and, and and as we grow in this, as, as we as we trust God, and we grow, and our roots begin to grow out, and it says the heat comes, you don't notice. Oh, was it hot today? The tree up on the hill, it's drying up. You're planted by the river, right? And, and what's to say he takes no care? She actually says she takes no care. She takes no care. In other words, she doesn't listen to the news <laughs> oh it's going to be dry it's going to be dry don't know if we'll make it it's going to be dry right Ooh, that's an incurable disease no such thing as an incurable disease actually all diseases are now cured Jesus cured them on the cross he is the cure for all disease so there is no such thing as an incurable disease. There is to the devil, but not to the immovable man. Amen? If we'll stand, if we'll, let, if we'll, allow, if we'll allow him to plant us and settle us and establish us steadfast in his word, then then when the, when the winds blow and, and the rains come, and, and you know, this is just like the, the wise man. It said it, it, he, he hears the word and he does it. He doesn't, there's no other option. Right? There's not another option. He hears the word and he does it. And, and that that's what we heard. That we, we heard the word and that's what we did. And every step we took from that moment on was in faith. People say, no, well, no, you used, you used medical science. No, we used God. He used medical science. Right. Now, you can ask God why he did that if you want. I don't care. clear is what i'm looking for that's right. amen and peace was what we had and, and and that's when you become that immovable when you get that word i remember years ago when when the when our business the business i was in was doing horrible and it'd been doing horrible for years but we'd been listening to the word and sure we'd been shouting at things we shouldn't shout at and saying things we didn't know. and We were young. God was merciful. But one day, we're listening to the same cassette that we listen to every day almost, same series, and we drove up to the light. and I remember it like it was yesterday because I'll never forget it because it's the day we got in faith. And we drove up to the light, first light in Nixa. And we drove up and we stopped, and my younger brother, we, we always rode to work together, he looked over at me, and he said, we're going to make it. And it was faith. I could see it, and I, I, I knew it, and I could see it. I could see his heart, and, and it, was, it, 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 it transferred to me, and we got in faith that day. And, and you know what? The next day, we didn't have a pile of money sitting at the store. And then the next day, there was no pile of money. And the next month, there was no pile of money. But from that day forward, we became unmovable. We knew we were going to make it. When God gives you that word that you know that you know, you don't have to go around rebuking demons and, and quoting scriptures. And I remember when, when I first started helping people, when we started, first started in Bible studies and stuff, and somebody would call and they'd had a bad car accident. Man, I'd jump in my car and I'd pray in tongues in fear as much as I could. <laughs> you ever done that? <laughs> You're not in faith. I mean, I guess that's a better thing to do than other things you could do. But we grow and we learn. And we say, wait, I can trust God. I don't have to be afraid. My heart can be fixed trusting in Him. I don't have to fear. I'm established. I don't have to be afraid. I'll have the goodness of God in the land of the living. I'll have the good things that God has for me. I'll not be moved by these things that I see. I'll not be swayed by the devil. I'll not be be swayed by my time frame and experience. I'll not be swayed. Amen? I'll not doubt. And that's what he's saying. He's saying, where can you not doubt? That's where your faith is. That's where your faith is. When you come up against doubt, your faith stopped. Amen? So it's time to overcome. What do you do? You resist. Right? He he who stands firm, resisting in the faith. Resisting in the faith. Right? And and that's, that's what we're suffering. We're suffering... Our flesh. We're suffering the enemy. We're suffering the and 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 that. Literally said. He said that your people all over the world are going through the same affliction. What that word affliction means? Suffering. People all over the world are suffering. What did I say? They're suffering the people problem. Right. And all they have to do is remain immovable, resist, firm in the faith. Where is that? First Peter. First Peter. I might have that. I don't know if I brought that one out or not. First, First Peter 5. Yeah, First Peter 5. Start in verse 6. We'll close with this because it will take me a while. <laughs> not a long time, but a while. <laughs> Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Humbling yourself means you can't be stubborn and, des- and you decide where you're at. Humble yourself under the hand of God. He'll exalt you to exactly where you're at. He'll exalt you. You know what? Who knows you more than anybody in the universe? God. He knows your heart. Right? Stubbornness is not conviction. It doesn't say faith is the confidence of things hoped for, the stubbornness of things not seen. You can be stubborn all your life and say, oh, I'm believing. I am believing. No, I'm believing. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm believing. That's not conviction. That's not faith. That is stubbornness. Why? Because if you were believing, you wouldn't have to say that. You never need to defend right. It's right. right. We spend all kinds of time defending right. We don't need to defend right. It's right. Truth is truth. Doesn't matter what other people say. Right? If they don't, I don't believe that. Okay. It's still truth. That's, that's how you know truth. When, when people can say, I don't believe it, and it remains true, that's truth. Yeah. That's God's Word. See, when people say, to, when they look at something in the world and they say, I don't believe that, they're probably right, and they shouldn't. Because the world's full of fake and phony and imitations of the goodness of the true God. And, and it won't take you anywhere you want to be or anywhere you want to go. Amen? But God, he says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you. In other words, he's saying, don't exalt yourself. Humble yourself under me. Let me show you who you are. Let me show you what you are. Let me put you where you are. Amen? Then he says, cast all your cares upon me. Why? I care for you. What's he saying? Trust me. Trust me. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord who makes the, who makes the lord his hope. Amen. Yes. Then then he says, "Okay, but here's your part. Be sober, be vigilant because you have an adversary." What's he saying? You can humble yourself underneath me, right? You can cast all your cares on me, and you can stand. But you better be vigilant. Cuz guess what? There's still an enemy, and you still got flesh. And and the lions are going to roar, and they may scare you. But they can't get to you if you'll just stay where you're at. Stand. Stand. It says, for the devil, he's like a roaring lion. He walks about seeking whom he may devour, whom may devour, whom doesn't resist in the faith. Right? Because the very next verse says, whom resists steadfast, not just resists, steadfast. Resisting is one thing. Refusing not to resist is what we're doing. I refuse not to resist you, devil. I refuse to let you have a voice, Dave. You don't get to decide. The Word decided who I am, what I am, and what I have. And and you no longer have a voice or an opinion in the matter. I'm standing. Amen? And and that's what he says. He says resist steadfast in faith, knowing that the same sufferings are accomplished. In other words, everybody that's ever going to be in faith is is doing it this way. You're you're going to have to resist. You're going to have to trust God. You're going to have to trust to hear from God. When you decide that He's the truth, He's the way, then do it His way. If He's the way, why are we looking for another way? He is the way. So we quit looking for a way. He's my way. I'm following Him. What's He say to do? He says to use medical science. I'll help them, and you'll come out complete and entire wanting nothing. That's right. Amen. Peace. Yeah, that's right. Why? That's, that, it took a few days of resisting, right? And there was other days of resisting. You know? There's people in here that understand. But if you remain immovable, yeah. you'll have your healing. You'll have your prosperity. You'll have peace that passes understanding. You'll have a God that loves you and you know it. Nothing better than knowing God loves you. It's one thing to know God's love, but to know He loves you. You trust that. He loves me on a level that I can't even explain. No matter what happens, He's going to be there for me. And He'll never let me down. And he's done all this. And I'll have it. I'll resist steadfast in the faith. Amen? People say, what about those people that resisted and died? They went to heaven. I mean, they went to heaven. I mean, the, the worst thing that could happen, the worst thing that could happen to a Christian is go to heaven. You don't want to go early. You don't, want to, you don't want to miss your ministry. But you don't want to be afraid. I'm convinced. I was studying and I was thinking about this. I'm convinced that's why God has Brother Moore talk about that over and over and over. Why? Because if you can get over the fear of death, you can believe for anything. Why? Because there's nothing bothering you. There's nothing. Because that's the end result of everything. What if I die? You'll go to heaven. So you remain immovable, and the devil says, "Yeah, but what if you don't get your healing? I already got it. I already got my healing. What do you mean if I don't get it? I already got it. Got it. Jesus already did it for me. He did it for me over two thousand years ago. You're a pretty stupid devil, aren't you? You'd have thought you'd have read. By now, you'd think you'd know that, right? I don't have. I don't have to play the games anymore." I can put my feet in the ground. I can become unmovable, and I can hear from God. I can trust what he says, and I can receive on that level every time. And and the greater we know, the more we know about him. Uh, Let's go to Ephesians. We'll close with that. Ephesians. Am I on Ephesians? Is that what I want? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Ephesians three seventeen. So it's a prayer we all pray, right? Let's look sixteen because it makes it better. Ephesians three sixteen said that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. What's he saying? I want you to be strong to stand. Why does he strengthen you? Because you're going to need strength in this earth. Guess what? There's going to be wind. There's going to be rain. You can't believe it away. You can believe you're a palm tree, but you can't believe away the wind. Right? You can be a cedar tree, but it's still going to get cold and hot. You just have to be able to withstand it. Right? We, we can withstand it. Why? Because we have the goodness of God in us. We have. We're reborn. We're planted by the river. We're, we're a tree planted by the river. We can't be moved. We can None of these things shake us. Well, it doesn't. What? Well, it's it's hot. It's cold. What? Well, I'm I'm I got the river supplying everything I need. Don't need you. I got. anybody ever been to the Buffalo River, going through Harrison down that way? If you there's there's a field, on your left hand side, I believe. And if you ever see how many cuts of hay they get out of that field, good land. When I was hauling hay, I would have stayed away from that field. (laughs) You know why they get so many cuts of hay? It's right on the river bottom. It's right on the river. And you can, as dry as it was this year and hot, we drove down there, they were still cutting that field. Why? Because none of those things move it. What? Hot? Cold? What? It's dry, hot. Don't need it. I'm rooted and grounded right here by the river. Right? That, that's what he's saying. He said, I want you to be rooted and grounded. He said, he said, he said that, that Christ may dwell in your hearts. What's he saying? I want the anointing of God and his anointed one to dwell in you by faith. What? Your hearts by faith. That you being rooted and grounded in other words your roots are there there's there's dirt there it's it's good soil it's deep roots and i want you to be there and why do i want you to be there because that's the only way you'll comprehend with all the saints that are rooted and grounded with you what's the love of god the breadth the length what's he saying i need you to stand i need you to be immobile immovable so that you can understand you will see the goodness of God if you'll quit moving around, if you'll quit staggering and wavering. You'll see it because you're walking through it right now if you just stop long enough to get it. Healing is ours. It's ours. And we struggle to get it. Keep resisting. Don't question God. He's true. He, he is the way. He is our healer. He's already made this provision. We don't have to quit. We get to get. Amen? We become who He says we are. We don't leave and stay who we were. Because when we leave, we just stay sick. When you stand, you be well. Amen? Amen. Rooted and grounded. Rooted and grounded. Glory to God that you being rooted and grounded in love. In love. Rooted and grounded in what? Love. There is nothing richer than the love of God. love of God made dead people alive again. Amen? The love of God came down to earth and saved us and made us whole and put us seed first into the ground so that we could grow up out of that river bottom and always produce fruit year-round all the time. We don't have to. The love of God is what we root and ground our lives in so that we don't get off. I mean, the answer to every question, when you, begin to, when you hear a question about faith, say, wait a second, God loves me. God loves me. Satan, get away from me. God loves me. You don't love me. God loves me. Jesus died for me. He took stripes on his back. Remember the video we watched with Mrs. Moore? For my healing. I'm having that. I'm not going to be moved by fine sounding arguments, by by negative experiences, by impatience. You know, people say, Well, I've been waiting a long time. If how long how long's a long time? If you got it tomorrow, right, would, that, would you still be thankful? Or you say, well, God, I wanted it 20 years ago. Thanks a lot. <laughs> or would you just be happy you got it? You know what God would say when you said, I wanted it 20 years ago? He said, so did I. If you'd have stopped being a moving target, I could have hit you. <laughs> Stand to your feet. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The devil's tried to talk people out of who they are, out of what we have. He's tried to say, you've been believing for this forever. It's never going to happen. You know, the first thing he'll say is that you must have missed God. If you knew it was God, get back on it. If you knew it was God, don't step away from it. Get back in that place where you were standing and stand. And if you did miss it, say, okay, God, I trust you. Help me to hear. What do I need to do? Where where am I? Did I go too big? Did I go too small? Did I go the wrong direction? Did I quit looking? You know, one time I asked somebody, somebody said they were going to do this, and I said, why? And they said, just seem good. I said, did God tell you to, though? Just seem good's not God. Did God tell you? Tell me it seemed God. Or it seemed good in your spirit through God. We have a seamer. Right? But we we don't have to say, well, I think it was God. No? We don't have to think it's God. We can know it's God. But if we miss it, we can come right back around. Don't let him talk you out of whatever it is you're believing. Whatever it is that you set your faith on, that, that you've been resisting and, and you've gotten to the point where I've been resisting and, and I and, and I hear we I've done it and I've heard it all the time. I don't know what else to do. Stand. Remain unmovable. And the Lord will be faithful every time. Amen? We serve a faithful God. He's a good God. He's doing good things for us. You know, I, I don't know if you're in this room tonight or watching my internet or in Sarasota, but maybe you, you've been believing for something. Maybe it's healing. Healing's, healing's huge because, you know, people always used to ask me in Bible study, why do you guys talk about healing so much? Because everybody's going to deal with it. You know, not, everybody's probably going to deal with money stuff. Everybody's probably going to deal with other things. But most certainly, living in this world, you're going to come across some sickness. And it's still going to be under the blood. And it's still not, not going to be any more powerful than we let it be because Jesus healed us already. So step back. Step, if you've been believing for health in your body, don't quit. If, if the attack seems greater than it's ever been, then definitely don't quit because redemption's drawing nigh. Amen. You, you don't have to quit. You get to receive. Everybody close your eyes. Raise a hand with me. Say, Father, forgive me where I've questioned, where I've doubted, where I've not trusted. Help me as I come back and stand in that place where You showed me, where my mind was stayed, where my heart was fixed. I'll stand there, Lord. I'll trust You. And I'll be like that tree. I'll bear fruit all year long because I'll quit looking at other options to other things. I'll quit questioning. I'll not allow the devil or my lack of experience to interfere with your love. I receive my health, my life, my peace, my joy. My prosperity, all the goodness that you have for me, I receive it now. I believe your word, I've asked for it, and I receive it right now in the name of Jesus. And I mark this day as the day that I believe you and I receive my healing. I receive my peace. I receive my wholeness. I receive my family restored. I receive all the goodness that you prepared for me in advance. And I'll hear from you, Lord. And I'll do exactly what you say because I trust you. Hallelujah. 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 You guys got a song? I shall Altar care workers come forward. If you're in here tonight, you've received. You want to shout. You want to rejoice. They'll rejoice with you. They'll shout with you. They'll pray with you. If you've got questions. If you got questions about why, you should get get a copy of this DVD for you But if you're ready to not be moved, then don't. It's a decision. It's a decision to doubt. It's a decision to believe. It's a choice. Choose life. Believing is life. Those who believed in Him had life and life everlasting. That's what we have. Amen? Got anything else you want to pray about? They'll pray with you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Sunday morning, 9 o'clock here, 10 o'clock, Sarasota. Going to be good. It's always been good. It's just getting gooder, gooder and gooder. That's what we're going to have. Amen? And we'll keep professing that because God's faithful. Amen? Glory to God. They'll sing. We'll be dismissed they do. Love y'all.